0: Dave and Doreen on Milwaukee's Hometown Rock.
1: Hey, good morning. It's Dave and Doreen along with Marcus. This is the Morning KLH. Thank you very much for listening. We always appreciate that. Right around this time every morning, we check in with the host of the Midday Show, the guy that takes over at 10 o'clock when we're done, Dave Coombs, brought to you by Steinhoffels. Relax, it's Steinhoffels and Steinhoffels.com. Dave Coombs, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Did you see that, uh, and we haven't really discussed this on the morning show, that Usher took out a marriage license in Las Vegas yeah. a few days before the Super Bowl. Now, somebody said he was wearing a wedding ring, which I had no clue about. Right. But did he get married? Do you know this? Yeah, he did. he oh, did. He, did. He, okay. his,
0: he and his girlfriend, Jennifer, have been together since 2019 and have two kids already. And um, I guess they got one of those quickie weddings. And Usher's mom served as the witness. Wow.
2: So. Time to make it official, huh? Couple yeah, kids, not, couple
0: years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, nothing could possibly go wrong. Um, I I I had mixed feelings about his halftime show. I I I don't really know his songs. Yeah, we so did, we to me it, we thought yeah. the same
1: thing. Like the it last, it was underwhelming. One, it was very underwhelming. And, yeah, and the fact but, that I was thinking about like, dude, do, you're doing this, and Taylor Swift is in the house, so that's got to put mm-hmm. extra pressure on him.
0: Sure, sure mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, I will say this. His uh, roller skating was incredibly yeah, impressive. I yeah. agree with that. I'm like, I'm like, wow, the mm-hmm. dude can really. Ro- I mean, he looked great roller skating. That's part skating of his thing, that right?
1: That's part of his I, uh, part of his act in Vegas is the roller skating. I guess. Yeah, I mm-hmm. did not
0: know that. I didn't yeah. either.
1: Okay, I have another mm-hmm. fun fact for you about Super Bowl Fifty Eight. Do you guys remember the Budweiser commercial that ran? Of course, with uh, the lab, the Labrador Retriever that came up to the horse mm-hmm. and was yeah. like yep. actually licking the horse on the nose yeah. or whatever. Yep. Yeah. That Labrador Retriever's name is Roy Hahn Russell. That Labrador Retriever belongs to Goldie Hahn and Kurt Russell. What? That's their dog. That is their dog. Uh, On Sunday, they took to Instagram to share, this is Goldie Hahn on her account, that her lab, Roy, was in the Budweiser ad. Don't get me wrong, I love watching football, but tonight was all about watching our dog, Roy, star in his first Super Bowl commercial for Ad Budweiser Uh USA. And at one point, if you actually... Watch the video. You can hear Kurt Russell saying, "You were just in front of more people than any actor in this family ever been in front of." Roy just was looking at True. Dad like, "Hey, whatever." Yeah. So, kind of a cool story there.
0: That's very yep. cool. Yeah, and that they crank out good puppies those two because uh, Wyatt Russell is uh, very uh, entertaining as an actor. I don't know if you've seen him in anything, he's really good.
1: I have look up look up Wyatt Russell. Well, here's another one for you. Did you know? Little fun fact about these two: they met in 1966 when they co-starred in a comedy musical called The One and Only Genuine Original Family Band. But at the time, Goldie Hawn was 21 and Kurt Russell was 16 years wow, old. no, I did but not But they, they didn't date. They didn't date. They okay. didn't officially get, officially, they didn't get together until 1983. So mm-hmm. that was 17 years later. Overboard was the movie that they did then. Yeah. That's yeah, right. That's right. And that's yep. when they We're, officially yep. hooked up.
2: And they remade that movie and did it the opposite. They thing. did. Mm-hmm. Not with those two. The movie was remade. I
1: see. Okay. When you say opposite, you mean it was the...
2: Instead of her going overboard, he went overboard. All
1: right. Interesting. And uh, happy World Radio Day, everybody. Thank you. Yeah. The United Nations Mm -hmm. made it an official holiday in 2012. This year's theme is celebrating over a century of radio, helping to inform, entertain, and educate. So the first commercial radio broadcast over 100 years ago November Mm -hmm. 2nd, 1920. Now there were over 15,000 radio stations in the United States alone. And a poll a few years ago ranked radio as the 11th most important invention of all time. Uh, The top three vote getters, by the way, electricity, phones, and vaccines.
0: Mm. Yeah. Pretty important. So on that list number eleven is (laughs) pretty good if you're on that list. Absolutely. Eleven is pretty good, yeah. Um I remember the first radio station I tuned into on a regular basis when I was probably uh eight years old, I guess, something like that. What was it? We were living in living in Vermont at the time and Bennington, Vermont had no radio stations, but Albany, New York was just about thirty miles away, and so I listened to a station out of Albany called W T R. Y, an AM radio station that played all the hits and I would be up. At night, listening, calling in if I possibly could with a request. That's Just like true. anybody. Yeah. yeah. You know? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, my, my first station
0: was KTI.
1: Yours was Yeah, KTI. when it was
0: Reitman
2: and Miller and that whole
1: deal. I was a split between the old QFM and WRKR. Don't oh, in hmm. yeah, yeah, RKR
2: was on my playlist too. And but... uh,
1: I grew up out east, so I uh, grew up in Pittsburgh. So I listened to, well, KDKA was the big one, but WDVE. Uh, mm-hmm. That was like the rock station, and that's what got me interested. I remember going into my guidance counselor at high school, Mr. Cook, and we all had to have that meeting, like, what are you planning? What are you mm-hmm. doing? Are, are you going to go to college? Are you going to get a job? And I said, I want to be on the radio. <laughs> he looked at me like I had seven eyes. <laughs> he was like, what? I was no like, one's yeah. ever said that he, before. That's what, exactly what he said to me. He goes, no, nobody's ever <laughs> asked that before. So yeah. he went and did his due diligence, came back and found some schools I could go to, and here mm-hmm. I am. So it worked out.
0: Yeah. I, I had no idea I was going to wind up in radio. I wanted to be a writer and uh, just kind of fell into it by mistake. After my last year in pro soccer in Rochester, I, was, uh, I knew a girl who some of the guys on the team had dated, and she was on the radio. She was on the rock station in uh, in Rochester, WCMF. And she also did some TV work, and she interviewed me as a soccer goalie. And I did a good job with the interview, and she said, you know, they're looking for somebody – to add to the team, who maybe knows something about sports and could string a couple sentences oh, together. Oh, there I, you go. I think you you might be good at this. And I'm like, okay, I'll give it a try. And
1: that's it. All right. Well, let me tell you this little fun fact: broadcasting, mm-hmm. broadcasting, originally a farming term. Broadcast uh-huh. seeding is when you scatter seeds in a wider pattern than normal, uh-huh. and they just took that and applied it to radio, uh-huh. because you're obviously your signal. Is being scattered in a wide pattern. Yeah, and uh, a third of dog owners use the radio to keep their dog company when they're not around. Mm -hmm. Do you? Yeah, you do.
2: Well, sometimes, Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, I've I've heard farmers sometimes put the radio on for the cows in the barns and stuff like that. I've heard that. Oh yeah, maybe there's some of that going on right now. Who knows?
1: And the Model T came out in 1908, but cars didn't get radios till the 1930s. And the first ones cost about 130 bucks, which is like $2,300 in today's money.
2: Well, do you remember mm. when they were talking about taking the radios out right. of cars? Yeah. And like yeah. it was an outrage? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, keeping AM radios in cars is another focus today, because they're trying to take yeah. AM radio yeah. out. So.
2: Not gonna, don't do
1: it. Don't do it. No. Meanwhile, you have people like me that wishes they would put cassette decks back in their car stereos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still have some great mixtapes that my car just needs to have. <laughs> I tape. still have
2: a CD player in my car. You do? I do. And it's a 2017. Wow. My husband does too. He has a 2017. Really? Wow. Yeah, totally different no. makes and models too.
1: Isn't that crazy huh? to think back in 2017, CDs were you know, like still a thing? I yeah. mean,
2: I'd, I'll be disappointed if my next car doesn't have one. Oh, it won't. Because I like to listen. <laughs> I guarantee
1: you it won't. I
2: like to listen to books on CD. Yeah.
1: Well, you can get it digitally, <laughs> yeah. though. I
2: can, yeah. but it's not the same. I like yeah. driving all over the road, trying to take the CD out and grab the other <laughs> CD. <laughs> Looks like I've had too many. <laughs>
1: That's right. The cop behind you is uh-huh. pulling you over. And I'm
2: like, oh, I'm just trying no, to put no, my I'm CD in. No, no, just
1: my CD. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Remember those CD <laughs> changers that were in the trunk? The ones that oh, were. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah! Yes. People I was had. never cool enough for that. Yeah. The, a- the oh, A-track. It. I remember.
0: I remember having a, an A-track in
1: the car. Oh when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right,
1: my mm-hmm. friend. We'll let you get ready for your midday show. We look forward to seeing you in here in just a few minutes. Thank you, Dave Coombs.
0: Thank you, guys.